G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, if you've ever lamented the fact that years are passing by and you should be well advanced now on that book that you always wanted to write, some encouragement today. Writing books often takes a lot of encouragement. And there is an organization that provides something of a support foundation and encouragement that you'll need to get your book out. Gene Saxby leads the Sydney Omega Network Group, or SONG, and is also connected to the National Omega Writers Group. Gene is a teacher, she's a multi-award winning and number one best-selling author on Amazon.com.au, and she writes fiction, children's books, non-fiction and blogs with themes of well-being and living a better life. And Jean, let me say a special welcome along to 2020. Well, thank you very much for having me on, Neil. Jean, let me ask you about Amiga Writers, uh, because been around for quite a while, you're leading that Sydney chapter in that sense. Uh, give us your insights mm. here into Amiga Writers and the difference it's making right around Australia. Okay, so Amiga Writers is run by um, a group of Christian authors and editors and publishers, and it supports and encourages authors and promotes them as well. Um, Penny Reeve is our president, and we also have a very active committee of authors. And your story, because uh, you've been a published author for some time now, in fact, uh, we might talk about The Craving, a book you wrote. It won the 2020 Caleb Young Adult Award and the, a 2022 Global Book Award too. Uh, give us your insight here and about your own writing career. Okay, well, just in a nutshell, I actually started publishing quite a long time ago. Um, traditionally, um, I was an illustrator for books, and I've always written, always, ever since I was quite young, but I've only just started actually getting my books published. And um, the Amiga Writers was a really wonderful support for me, and winning that award with the Caleb organisation, which is connected to Amiga, just made such a difference and um, if you were to talk a bit later on about this award I can tell you why and what actually happened and why people should actually really endeavour to get their books um, submitted to that award. We will talk about that and uh, mm. let's talk about that towards the end of our conversation because there is mm. something to aspire to as a Christian writer, and it might be winning a Caleb Award. Now, let's talk about Christian writers, though, because uh, you're a Christian writer. Uh, mm. Some might be saying, well, what's the difference between a Christian writer and a secular writer? Because mm -hmm. it might be just the subject matter, but then I guess the subject matter has to have some, uh, some foundation to it as well. How do you see the difference between Christian writers and someone who's not a Christian writer? Well, I think there's a, quite a big difference of course because Christian writers are in the kingdom of God and we have a lot of 
actual resources. We're gifted for what we're doing. And um, we are writing something that is we think is very important. And, I mean, I know that a lot of us, we, we actually write secular work as well. We don't all write Christian writing, but it tends to come through somewhere in our writing because it's so important to us. And I think it's a really big responsibility to be a Christian writer because you need to be praying about it. You need to know that you have God on your side. You need to know that you are following what he has planned for you. Um, we're all gifted in a certain way and we need to be sure that we are following the path that he's set for us and which requires a lot of prayer and maybe advice from others as well and a lot of reading of the Bible. Um, I found it really hard to write a Christian novel, as you can well imagine. Fiction and Christian, how do they mesh? Um, and I hadn't read a lot, so I found that really hard. And one stage I gave up and I thought, I'm not going to write this book. It's just not going to work. I can't do it. And then something amazing happened, which I won't go into here, but I was in Canada and this, what, what I realised was God was working ahead of me, smoothing the path, and he actually gave me an experience that was so um, powerful that I knew I had to write the book. Because I, I sort of wanted to write a, a contemporary Pilgrim's Progress type book with a bit of like Lord of the Ring fantasy in it. And I managed to pull it off <laughs> uh, with a lot of help from my friends and God and prayer. And, um, yeah, I think that um, Christians need to be in a group like Amiga. You cannot work on your own. Um, I don't think God means us to work on our own with these things. You need support. You need prayer. You need to be immersed in the word. Otherwise, you know, it it could um, result in disappointment. Jean, is there a sense or is there a time when you think, I'm going to write a book and I want it to be a Christian book? Is there a moment when you're struck with your own inadequacies and you realise that, hmm, I don't really understand all of those things as deeply as I ought to if I'm going to be relaying those things, writing them down and putting them in concrete? Others are going to read my thoughts. Is there a time when you get struck with that sense of inadequacy? Absolutely. And I think I spent too many years writing this book and too, almost too much time studying um, I was brought up in it with a church background, so I had a lot of information in my head. But I knew I needed to do a lot of study for this book. And what happened was there was a particular part of the book where the main character, Will Sutherland, who's actually in a coma at the time, he um, and he's got this girl who comes and visits him who he saved. So there's a bit of a romance going on. She actually falls in love with him while he's in the coma. But he, he goes on a journey to find the truth of his life. He's got a lot of problems, this guy. But he's been put on the right track and he visits the house of wisdom. I got that from Proverbs. There are seven columns and behind the seven columns are seven doors. And I couldn't work out what was behind those doors. I sort of had a bit of an idea. So I did a huge amount of study. Every morning I'd read you may not have heard of this, but um, Every Day with Jesus with Selwyn Hughes, yep, yep. who's now passed on. Yep. Love his work. I read all his books. And I would write reams of notes. And anyway, 
I came to the decision I was going to use the Sermon on the Mount. So I've got the door of the house of wisdom, um, the door of the honour of the king, and I've got things like love and truth and purity and humility and hardship. This, it comes to seven, whatever I, they are. And um, I'm really happy with that part of the book now. And some people just say, yes, that's, that's the backbone of the book. So it was worth all the hard work. It requires a lot of prayer, I think. So you've got prayer sure. and you've got a level of study, but some people think somehow or other the study would be overwhelming. But even as you say, you were using a daily devotional and yes. you were finding that there were inspirational thoughts in there that would trigger something in your mind. Yes, and absolutely. you were, and, and that's a, a little bit like unblocking the writer's block to be able to write about Christian things. Would you describe it that way? Absolutely. And I must say, I know um, you, you may be interested in this, but for years I've been reading The Word for Today, which is on Vision Christian Media. I used to get the books and now, of course, I do it online. And I do it every single day and I, I just find it so helpful I um, actually, <laughs> when I come across a favourite one, I'll take notes, I'll save it, I will um, keep it for times when I need it. And in fact, my daughter used to read it. And this is a funny story. Um, she was going through a bit of a bad relationship and a bad time in her life. This is a while ago now. She would read it every day. And if something was coming up, like on the weekend that she wasn't sure about, she'd read ahead because I guess it was must have been in the books in those days, she would read ahead and check to see if she should do that thing or not, and and then that would give her the message of whether she, she should go ahead with with her plans. And, it, and she said it worked, which is um, quite remarkable for a young girl. And you know what? It's like mining for biblical wisdom and yes. uh, taking advantage of someone who has walked that pathway before. Hey, the Sydney Amiga Network Group, uh, this is the one that you're uh, leading, uh, connected yes. to the Amiga chapters that are in other states too. Uh, whereabouts yes. are the Amiga groups around Australia? Yes, well, they're in most states. I have a feeling they may not have one in the Northern Territory um, and sure about Western Australia but we do have members there in Western Australia and um, it they have similar programs to what we have in Sydney uh, we even have just started um, a prayer group that people can join in Tasmania with Tamika Spaulding um, and um, our group of course has um, the events and um, a retreat every year. Last retreat was at the Blue Mountains and we have a lovely time together just um, writing without interruption. And you have an and Amiga then, conference coming up in October. Yes, we do. This one is online. Every second year it's online. And then um, last year it was at Kingscliff Pepper's Salt which was beautiful, of course. <laughs> we had Steve James from the US uh, speaking at that as a keynote speaker. And this year we have Ro Rosianna White, who is an award-winning, best-selling uh, author, and she's written 30 books. 
and she's her talks sound wonderful. We not only have a keynote speaker, we have a lot of other sessions. And one of the great things about the conference is we have a thing called the hub and people can book ahead and talk to publishers about their work. They can get their work edited, um, just small um, segments, of course. Um, there are manuscript assessors. And I think it normally only costs about $50 a session, which is pretty good. And also we have host groups so that we can join um, people in a similar genre. Although I think that this year for the online conference, we're going to join join in chapter groups, uh, depending on our state. And you have the Caleb Awards. I think they're part of the conference, aren't they? The presentation of those. And as we were saying a little earlier, that aspiration that you might have as a Christian writer might be that uh, you might be entered in one of those awards. Yes. So the, the Caleb Awards is um, what really set me on the right path because I. it was a year where they take unpublished manuscripts and that's what they're doing this year next year it will be published um fiction and non-fiction so if you're a writer out there get cracking you need to get your work in uh, i think it's around april and they look at the first part of your book and then about ten thousand words you need to make sure it's finished though because if you get called on in the finals you need to present the whole book and um so you can prepare ahead i know a lot of people do and make sure that their book is ready for that. Um, with In my case, um, so I, I submitted the unpublished manuscript, and the really great thing about this competition is that they have several judges judging your work, and they actually make notes and scores on all of your work. You get so much good feedback. I don't know of many competitions that do that. And then they have really good prizes. I won a beautiful engraved um, trophy and $400 towards editing and, of course, you get the badge on your book, which is lovely. Wonderful. And, uh, Jean, uh, time's run out, but you're leading the Sydney Amiga Network Group and I know listeners will be able to hear this is a way to get the sort of encouragement that you'll need as you pursue a Christian writing focus and get that book out. There is a website for Omega Writers, omegawriters.org. Now, write that down because they're about mm. to launch a new website, so omegawriters.org. And also, you can visit the website for Gene, genesaxby.com.au, genesaxby.com.au. .com.au and you'll be able to ask Jean questions on her contact form on the last page of her website. Jean, thanks so much for taking some time to share your thoughts with listeners today on 2020. It's been a great pleasure. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 